Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. Fresco of House Fresh, first of his name, fucking king of the Nice Watch, king of the North, Lord Commander of the Nice Watch, excuse me, king of the Andals, and all the seven kingdoms, and the first man. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresco Ben Famous, that's B I M Famous, and on Instagram at Fresco Fame. And it's your boy Floor 700, aka Floor Claw Van Dam, aka Floor Seagull, aka your boy. I'm some goy. Suki, yucky, Saki, Oh, sock it to me. I sock it to you. And we are the podcast brothers. And this is episode 119, man. Wow. One Get a little applause in there. Got the soundboard popping. Last week I tried to hit the button. It didn't work. But we popping this week. You got your skills up. Absolutely. I couldn't wait. <laughs> like I knew, what I, I knew what I had to do, but I was just like, no, nah, I'm not going to interrupt the flow of things. Right, so I had right. to wait an entire week just so I can push that button. Let me push it again. Push that button. Push that button. Absolutely. Let me make sure all my sounds is working. A little gunshot. It's trash gunshot. Yeah, that shit kind of trash. My gun louder than that. <laughs> got the Joe button. Whoa, whoa. Shay, what's up, girl? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Episode 119, back at Starbucks, the beautiful downtown Trenton. Yeah. Um, Hold on. Let me get your ugly self on my live a little bit. I'm yeah, you do out. that. Yeah, get the guns. Go on Instagram get the live. guns. Yeah, look at that. Uh, man, get the fuck yes, off. What uh, the fuck, nigga? Uh, this ain't what this check is Check me out, nigga. <laughs> You're going to have bitches come to my page looking for muscles jumping. I ain't. Listen, I'm going to disappoint you. <laughs> I ain't the one. I ain't, I ain't got it. All right, listen, hey man, look, I got a little belly you can rub. <laughs> How about that. So man, let's get right into it, man, because we got a lot to touch, man. Pause. Okay, I'm gonna start your week off. Um, my week was cool. Started a new job this week. Started off my new uh-oh, year uh-oh, on a fresh uh-oh. foot. Yeah, yeah. Started a new job. Matter of fact, that's the wrong one. Appreciate it. Yeah. Matter of fact, throw both of them shits at the same time. Give a nigga, you know what I mean? Oh, you want the standing no. Got it off. You want the standing ovation. Got it off. But yeah, it's not a new gig. It's a nice gig. Very comfortable, small office. Um, uncomfortable there so far. You know how that go. New job shit. And you still learning systems and everything like that. But um, it's all good. Um, but spending all weekend with my son, I actually just dropped him off. Yo, it sucks. Every time I drop my son off, he cries tears of, like, like terror like he never wants to leave it's the worst thing ever man i don't wish that on anybody it sucks it's a sucky feeling but 
I got to come down here and record the show and do what I do. You know what I'm saying? So we got we had a good weekend. We just I haven't seen my son since before I left to go to L.A. Man, which was way more way longer than it normally usually is. But um, certain certain situation or circumstances are the reason for that. But later for that. But I got to see him um yesterday. I got him Friday after work and I had him up until um about ten minutes ago to where I just pulled up to record the show. Just flicking it up with him just. Watching TV, just hanging out, man. Just you know, what I'm saying, enjoying this company and shit. So, um, <clears throat> what else? It was something else I did that I can't remember. Oh, I watched this. I did actually watch the Surviving R. Kelly series. Okay, uh, it was very. It was, it was it was hard to watch for me, but but yeah. So, I don't think I'm speaking on the R. Kelly matter no more. I don't. <clears throat> it's just. Did anything change from last week? Because last week you was just like, if a song comes on, you're still going to two-step to it. Is something changed? Or are you just like, I'm just tired of talking about it because everybody's talking about it? I'm tired of talking about it, and no, nothing changed. Okay. I'm I'm still going to nod my head when Fiesta comes on. You can't kill good music, man. I'm sorry. Fiesta, Fiesta. <laughs> I definitely wasn't one of my favorites anyway. Like I, I didn't think, What? I didn't like that song. You, you don't like I, Fiesta? I was not a fan of the, the R. Kelly, Jay-Z Duo, like I didn't. That care wasn't for that. Nah, the original. But, but, no, no. Well, the original the, Fiesta, the the one he got with Jay Z is the remix, but the original one is just. See, I don't know. I, I wasn't a fan of this. Mm. Really like like that. But yeah, other than that, what's up, Kels? Other than that, man, it's regular shit. You know, chill. I need a haircut, man. My shirt coming crazy. My mustache is spilling over my lip. It's not cool. You man. got the Luigi going on. I got the Luigi. You know what I'm saying? I don't even let my shit really grow out like that. But I got the little Luigi. But it's cool. I'm going to take care of that, man. <laughs> that was my week. That was your week? My week was... I watched a lot of TV this week. So I want to start off with I watched The Oath. Okay. It's a TV series produced by 50 Cent. <laughs> and 50 Cent has a good background when it comes to producing shows. Yes, he does. A lot of power. That's not saying that all his movies was fire, but they weren't bad for Thank Netflix you. movies. You know what I'm saying? So... If 50 say I produce a show, I'm going to tune in. But with that being said, I'm going to give it 5 out of 10. 50%? Why are you giving 50% 50% to 50 cent on the O? Stop doing that shit with your titties on my live, bro. The acting acting was horrible. It's on Crackle Sony. Um, For those of you who have, you know, smart devices, you can just download Crackle on your television and on your phone, and you can watch it. The acting was terrible, but the thing that got me most upset was the boss' name was Neckbone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I ain't even got to say no more. I ain't even got to say no more. Hey, you heard what Neckbone said? Exactly. The whole time, the whole show, these niggas just like, Neckbone is going to kill me. Neckbone, Neckbone. So I'm just like, bro, this nigga name is Neckbone. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> it's no way we're running out of villain names. Oh, to where shit. a nigga name is Neckbone. <laughs> I ain't even had to say that. That kills the whole show. Exactly. Man. Hey, man. Hey, hey, nigga, Neckbone is coming. You better, <laughs> you better put that fucking work back. That's how the show actually, that's how the show was actually happening. It was just like, yo, Neckbone, Neckbone. So I'm just like, all right, y'all are bugging. It's a nigga named Neckbone. But I, but I, I like it because it's based on a true story about cops being basically working for drug 
uh, dealers and they just being dirty cops. Oh, oh, uh, fucking the American tail. And the funny thing is, you could put this in people's faces and say the government killed Martin Luther King. Uh, 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 Malcolm X was set up by his own people, and people still won't care. And you can tell the world that there's so many dirty cops in the world, nobody will care. It's like they'll put it out there for you, make a show about it, and you'd be like, nah. Everybody's at fault with this shit, man, because nobody's taking accountability for nothing. Police brutality, the cops don't speak up, the R. Kelly shit, niggas, get the fuck off. I, 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 get the I, I, fuck, no, my no, bad, no, my no, bad, no, my no. bad, my bad. Keep jumping your titties on my... So, um, what the fuck you talking about, <laughs> So, that show was good. I actually watched a movie called The Hate You Give, and that movie was great. The Hate You Give is great. Um, if you saw the new edition... Can't watch it. If you saw the new edition movie on BET, my man that played Ralph played the victim... And, you know, he was driving and a cop pulled him over. He reached for his brush when the cop told him to keep his hands on the that, vehicle. That was stupid and to do, by the, the way. the cop shot him because he thought the brush was a weapon. And the movie was very dope because it was just about black people fighting each other and fighting the law. Why did he do that? What? Why did he reach in the car and grab the brush? See, you wanted to brush your hair that fucking let, bad? Let me tell you something. You got to have common sense. And even though it was wrong for the cop to kill him. Yes, he reached in the car and grabbed his brush. Fan, why did you do that? Making my boobs jump too. Man. You know, fuck that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's so th- the hate you give was a fire movie, but don't reach for the brush, fam. Yeah, yeah, my nigga. Like, you, your shit was fresh. Like, I ain't seen the movie, but the little clip when I seen him reaching to the car, I was like, well, that was, that was a mistake. Like, but the, but the hate you give is a dope movie. Go check it out. Um, and I forgot to mention this last week. What's but up, Fale? But the future of television is here. Netflix has a show called mm-hmm. Black Mirror Bandersnatch, I believe, where you actually what? But it's a it's a movie on Netflix where you actually control scenes. Oh yeah. So it's just like for me, I put movies on and I'll get on my phone and I'll be forgetting that I'm watching the movie and then I look up and I hear gunshots. Oh, how did we get here? I don't know because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> on this movie, you have to pay attention because there was one scene where he was sitting at his computer. He was just like, should you yell at the dad or bang on the desk? Cause, so you got to make those decisions for right. him. So, so you, you was, you're basically selecting what you would you're do selecting, in that You're selecting what you want to see next in the movie. So that's pretty dope. Though. That's so pretty cool. the future of television is here because you're actually going to have to pay attention to television again. I mean, I do pay attention to TV. It's niggas like you who turn shit on and Absolutely. then pay attention to, to it 30% and then call it whack when, you fuck, when it's done. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I've watched Equalizer 2, and I still don't know why they did what they did. Like, all right, 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 that movie was so fire. It was good, but I still don't understand. I still don't know why something happened because I might have looked away. Basically, they killed the lady because she found some shit out that she wasn't supposed to find out. Boom. Now I know. Mm -hmm. Had no idea. But (laughs) as dope as Bandersnatch is, I didn't finish it. it I I didn't finish it, but there's people complaining about it. And one of the complaints was, if I wanted to play video games, I would have turned on the PlayStation. That just lets me know, you can't make anybody happy, bro. It's like, they didn't ask for much, just hit yes or no on one of the scenes. A few scenes. And people still are giving it a hard time. So, Dean said, you got to get a bigger shirt, my nigga. (laughs) Not at all, baby. We want X for now on. And in six months, we doing large. I got your size, though. It's actually kind of loose, man. It's actually kind of feel good that on me, man. Size, man. It is my size, man. Shay said, "Small ass shirt." Who Shay? Shay. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't see you live. Light skin Shay. Oh, from um, Gemini's fuck. What's good, babe? 
Snake Ram. Dualistic. Don't, don't put the camera on me, son, because I'm going to go in. Why do you keep Dualistic. Why do you keep doing that, man? Stop. <laughs> hey, let's, so let's give an update on a topic that we touched on a few weeks yeah, ago. Man. Andrew Johnson. The, the high school wrestler who had to cut his dreads yeah. to wrestle. And here's the update that what what's happened. I was reading the article and it reads and such. I'm going to read this because it's too much to remember. In the letter sent Wednesday to New Jersey Division on Civil Rights, the Johnson family's lawyer, Dominic Spazelli, wrote that Johnson initially took a break from competing with his team. First off, I'm going to pause it right there. So you cut your dreads just to take a break anyway. You cut your dreads because you don't want to be a distraction to the team. No, you you cut your dreads to compete for the team, and then you dip away because you don't want to be a distraction. I, I, I'm not doing both. I mean, you know how it is, though. With social media now, like, after something happens, it kind of catches a little fire. He probably ain't want, like, the media circus to follow him after that situation. After the first video went viral, that he probably felt turned off by the situation after that. Right. So... During Johnson's first match back last weekend, the 16-year-old varsity wrestler went through a routine weigh-in and check of his hair and skin. But then, Spaselli said, who's the lawyer, a referee informed the team's coach that Johnson would have to cover his hair before he could wrestle. After Johnson's mother questioned after what... They, after he cut it? After he now cut he got to cut... He got to cover He's it back now. He's back now, yep. Okay. And so now if he wants to wrestle again, he got to wear a fucking lunch aid hat. But listen, but listen, it gets it gets better. There's more. It gets better. I ain't wearing no lunch aid hat. So after Johnson's mother questioned why she was told that there was some confusion and it was another wrestler that would oh, have yeah, to wear yeah. a hair covering. However, there is no other wrestler on the team or no other wrestler on the opposing team that had hair like Johnson's. So they're just messing with him. So, no, he doesn't have to wear anything but the referees, and they're just going to keep messing with him and saying, oh, my bad, wrong kid. This wow. kid, which is which is kind of funny. It's not funny in a funny way, but after watching The Hate <laughs> You Give, yeah, seeing that the moral, not the moral of the story, but when the kid got murdered, there was a witness, a young lady in the car, and she was kind of afraid to speak up. She held it in, and at the end, she let it all out. Andrew Johnson is either... Well, first off, he is going to need therapy, but he's also going to need to do something about this. Stand up for himself. Start something because him just hiding and leaving the team, it's not going to help if he wants to be a wrestler, if he wants to be somebody, unless he just wants to be, you know what I mean, just picked on. Uh, maybe this was maybe this was the first of a, this type of scenario for him and it making him feel in a way he don't know. Maybe he don't understand how he could sway, you know what I'm saying, um, situations like this if he continues to wrestle but i don't know man everybody ain't um everybody ain't beat for the 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 social the fight of social injustice like she wasn't either but that's it took the whole movie for her to realize that you know what this is what i gotta do yeah he might be he might be in that phase to where i don't want no attention right now i don't want people to know i don't want i don't want to go through this i just want to wrestle eventually he just might have to be that guy I mean, he, he may have to, but doesn't necessarily mean that he wants to or is going to. Um, I'm not. I wouldn't be mad at him either way. I mean, but if I cut my shit, then I'm wrestling every fucking match. I'm slamming niggas up like E Honda. Or that's, a fact. That, that, that's a fact. He doesn't have to, and if he doesn't want to, 
go see therapy, go see a therapist, and go do something else. Because if you're just if you're going to keep wrestling, well, either cut your hair, go see a therapist, and keep wrestling. If you're not going to do those three, you need to do something, or unless you just want to be a pinata every time you step on the mat to wrestle. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be mad at him either way, though. I mean, after getting it cut and still deciding to wrestle, I would hope that he would want to keep that momentum going. And you know what I'm saying, and silencing the naysayers. But at the same time, I, I you know what I'm saying, I understand if he was just like, nah, I just prefer y'all niggas to leave me the fuck alone. All right, man. That's next topic, man. I know we talked. I know we talked about the Kelly situation last week. And you mentioned that you don't want to talk about the documentary, but there's so many different topics that kind of like has spilled over, spilled or busted over open because and, of this. Right, a can of worms has been opened that a lot of people really didn't want open. Bended up, busted up. And one of the conversations that a lot of people are having is the attraction between young women and older men. Why younger women are attracted to older men, and why older men. Are attracted to younger women. Mm. Women have been making conversations on their podcasts, on social media about, yeah, when I was 16, 17, I wanted the 20 to 21 year old to pick me up in a car. It was cool. What I got out of that was, excuse me, that was a young lady's gateway to adulthood quick. Everybody wants to be grown at that age. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to be older than what they are. The older men needed somebody to impress easily. They, they don't want to put the work in. But I just want to impress you with my nice car, with my drug money. All of that drug money. All of that drug money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I just, Betty you know, bitch. And, and, and you could have, they could have impressed anybody, but it's just something about, I, I, I guess the younger you are, the more. Um, dumb you are? I don't, I didn't want to say that, but the yeah, more uh, dumb that the men might think they are. I can impress you well, with not this. Dumb. Well, I mean, not dumb, dumb. naive, gullible, naive and gullible. I can impress you. I can impress you with what I have. The crazy thing about that is now that I think about it, I was in the middle of that. I had nothing to do with it, but I was involved. <laughs> That's no. right. You throw that disclaimer. <laughs> no, I was there. Gullible. Thank you, Shay. I was there when we would all get together and have little parties or whatever. And there was this one shorty who everybody was just like, man, like she bad, but she ain't want to holler at us. But that drop-top red convertible came through, and she hopped in such and such car, and he pulled off. And we just was like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, she messes with I such and such. I was convertible. You know what I'm saying? He <laughs> pulled up. He was a drug dealer. He had money. He had all of that. Um, and I guess for older men, it's a form of power. It has to be. It has to be you being dominant over somebody. See, I, I'm just, just me trying to figure out what it is between – Younger women and older men and why they collide. And um, another thing I was listening to, and this is what kind of raised my antennas. And I'm trying to figure out a way to say this in a good, in a nice way where the women were saying, yes, even though we were getting in the cars of these men, that didn't give them the right to try to take advantage of us. And I agree with that. But how much pressure are we putting on 20 to 21 year old men? Males. Them niggas is little niggas too. They look right. They're they're babies too. They just grown with a license. You know, it's just like, oh, I turned 18. I'm grown now. No, you're not. I ain't no shit at 21. You don't know nothing at 21. So I just felt some type of way to actually put that type of pressure on a 20 to 21 year old to say, hey, 
because I'm picking you up for something. Just because I pick you up, don't mean I respect you. you know what I'm saying? Not I at all. There is no respect. Or like he has your best intention at heart. You know what I'm saying? He pick you up, obviously, because there's something on the other end of the deal that he's trying to close. Like, now, I don't want y'all to think that, you know, I'm because I'm a 35-year-old man with a 15-year-old daughter. So I get it. I'm a 35-year-old man with a 17-year-old son, and I get it. And I tell my son, focus on getting your money, focus on your career. Don't worry about these Keep girls. Keep your mind off them guys on the books. I'm a 35-year-old man with a daughter on the way. So I get it. At the same time, it's just the conversations, the can of worms that definitely the R. Kelly documentary series, op- the, doc- the R. Kelly documentary series, Open the can of worms to where we got to have this conversation with each other and be like, hey, listen. You get what I'm saying, though? Yeah, no, nah, it's just like, it's like, huh? It's, it's just, I don't know, man. Well, they say that girls mature faster than boys, right? So that leaves the young boys in fucking high school, like, kind of assed out from bag in the bag shorty in school if he ain't that, that guy himself. So. Women mature faster than men, so and they are inclined to then become attracted to older men who show more a higher maturity level. Or some shit like that. Some shit I read in the book. <laughs> but it seems to be true. But um I don't know, man. I, I I really think I really think there needs to be some type of class or some type of fucking seminar or something for those age groups and those situations. Because it's very common. Like it's super, super common. Like it's been Overexploited to the necessary degree with the R. Kelly situation, but then now you open up the situation, like you said, the can of worms, and you look at it in its depth, and it's actually a lot more common than people are making it seem by acting, you know what I'm saying, by being outraged by seeing it on the R. Kelly docuseries. And that's the wild part because the same people that's commenting on this were the ones hopping in the cars. Yeah. It's, yeah. that's, that's the part it's just like yo have the whole conversation yeah. stop saying what men do like have the whole conversation what part did you play and there are women predators out there too plotting on young boys I done had a couple of old ass women you, you, you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> I done had a couple yeah. of old ass women at a, at, a, at a younger age and shit it was like it was sexy to me it was like oh sh- damn grandma it's like that <laughs> <laughs> not grandma damn though. grandma who <laughs> I know your grandson. But at the same time, just understand that if you if he's 20 and older, because it's not just 20 to 21, if he's 20 and older or whatever his age is, he's looking for prey. He's not looking to get to know you. He's not like, you understand what I'm saying? So we just got to be careful out there when y'all are having these conversations because y'all play a part in that community that um, you guys are just trying to Facts, put. What would you say? On the, on, the, on the IG Instagram live. Instagram live, King Dean. Shout out to King Dean. He said facts because females in high school definitely was in those old drug dealers' cars. Mm-hmm. It's true, That's a man. fact. I wanted to be a drug dealer because they had the girls, man. They got the shorties to get in the car, so shit. Mm-hmm. And I never these, sold no drugs. And these though. are the same just, ones looking at everybody like, oh, man, these, bro, we've all played our part, whether we turned a blind eye to it, whether we knew it or didn't. Um, it's it's deep rooted in where we come from, and we all had to have that conversation. In the comments, when you guys listen to this episode, I want you to tell me the biggest age difference between a person you've dated, whether it, whether you're male or female. I want to know the biggest age difference from the youngest person you dated and the oldest person you dated. I think guys really think that the younger guys like to grow, like to 
It's slang. So when I say this, understand what I'm saying. Guys like to grow women, birth them in a sense where the guys want to be the up, first. Bro? The guys want to be the first one to have sex with you. He want to be the first one to kind of like school you on game to where you belong to him forever. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why older men, they keep going backwards when it comes to younger women. You know, you want that 18 year old because. She's fresh. She really hasn't been touched yet. She hasn't been manipulated. She hasn't been this, that, and the third. That's my only guess. That would that give me the girl that's been manipulated once or twice, maybe taking advantage of once or twice as well. She know a little because there <laughs> are a lot of older men who love these twenty year old women. I, I I don't know. Listen, man, it's a it's a thing with me. <clears throat> I had to learn this, but I can't fuck with no young girl, man. I can't. I felt the no, same way. I can't fuck with no young girl. Too immature. Yo, my nigga, I got a headache just thinking about trying to entertain a conversation of an eighteen-year-old. Like, like how am I? And it's it's just weird. Like, I'm gonna hang up on you. And it's crazy. And I ain't calling you to fuck back. And it's crazy before because before this whole conversation or this documentary came out, I was telling people like, yo, me and young girls don't mix. I can't do it. It's like they're not attracted to me. I'm not attracted to them. Now, there's a difference between a younger woman and a young girl. Like, there's a difference. Like, Shorty can be a few ages, a few years underneath you, but I'm talking like three or four, baby. But you niggas out here dating joints nine, ten years past your senior or younger than your senior, so deep for me, man. So, I'm going to just leave this topic with this. Just be honest. Talk about yourself and just stop acting like y'all had nothing to do with what's going on in the world that we live in. We all played a part. And I think that that's just what we need to focus on. Like, what were you doing when you was in high school? Like, did, did you turn a blind eye? Did you, you know what I'm saying? So I was trying to fuck with the girls my age, but they wasn't fucking with me because I was they age. I was in high school wondering <laughs> why the girls dated these ugly dudes. Like, you ever thought about that? It's like, they ugly as hell. The fuck? But he had on the Averex, though. He had the tree on the side of the Thames. That's a fact, right, though. Right. You feel me? It's just like, and look. Was, and then, 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 too, back, I don't know if it's like that. Uh, if it's like this now with high school kids. It's but not. back when we was at high school. All the kids were vain. It was more about status. You know, it was status had a big part to play with who you was rolling with or where you was at and shit like that. Like, motherfuckers wanted to be known. Motherfuckers wanted to be seen and shit like that. So they would go with the popular niggas who was doing whatever they wasn't supposed to be doing and get caught up with that. I don't know, man. It's a strange thing, bro. I don't know. I, I maybe it's, I think it's immaturity on both parts, but more so on the older person's part because obviously the younger person, they still trying to. You know what I'm saying they still trying to hit that curve to learn to know better. <laughs> and that lets you know that the segment is about to change. What we got? What we got though? Why is it so What's hard? What's up, Crystal? Why is it so hard to get along with your ex, a person that you once <laughs> loved? <laughs> somebody that you loved oh, at one time man. somebody that you probably lived with now all of a sudden that you're not together boom we don't get along at all and that, and it's, it's kind of and I've seen this question and it was just like damn you know what you're right could it be that it could it be my crumb okay let me, let me let me start like this from my experience normally when the woman calls it quits it's more of a it's more of a respected breakup, kind of. 
in my experience, saying. where if a man goes to say, you know what, I don't want this no more, then a woman will still be pursuing. The woman is kind of like bitter because you destroyed her fantasy. Did I say this was over? No, this ain't over. I say so. The whole time she's thinking that this is it forever, and you pop up and be like, all right, this ain't it. Normally when a woman goes, hey, but then again, there's going to be women who say, nah, because when they break up with their guy, he becomes a stalker. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to let her go. You know, yeah, that's but true. I can that only speak true. from my experience from when I seen women initiate the breakup. It has to be respected because a lot of men think the law is on their side. You understand what I'm saying? So it's just like, I mean, if you break up with me, <clears throat> then I'm just not I'm not I, I, I try my, my hardest not to be that person that's stuck in a space that's already expired. Like. I just I don't know. I, just, I don't really not get along with my exes. Right. I'm I just I dwell better in the place where after that shit is over, I just don't want to talk to you no more. Because certain 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 shit people say when they get upset, they feel like some people say sorry and they feel like like that replaced the hurt that you gave. Like mm, that's, no. that's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. I, thanks for the sorry, but bitch, if you didn't do it in the first place, it would have been a lot fucking better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So um I think it's a combination of that and insecurity, like Dean said. And people just don't know how to get over their own feelings. Like, once that shit is over, it's over, my nigga. Like, I'm not the nigga that's going to be going around. Honestly, more nowadays, I'll be looking for a reason not to talk to a motherfucker. I, um, like, I'm looking for a reason not to talk to you. So you can go ahead and get stupid for me to go about my my life so I won't have to be in, have to deal with this shit that you got going on. But that's on what I'm head. talking about. Somebody who used to be your friend, now all of a sudden you're not together. You just like, I don't want nothing to do with you. And so it's just I mean, like after, initially, no. Okay. A, initially, like when when a breakup is fresh, like nah, because it's too easy to fall back to where it was before. I don't I don't want that confusion. So after after some time it has been taken and it's clear in which direction is uh, it's clear in which the, which direction the situation is going, and then it's easier to be like, "Hey, what's up? You all right?" Or if I see you, it ain't no animosity. And so time like needs to pass. Yeah, I de- I'm speaking for myself. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know about the rest of you niggas out there, but I definitely need ample amount of time to be able to process my emotions, go through my emotions, and get them shits out of the way, so that when I do bump into you and shit, I ain't looking like, oh. uh, you want to have a talk? No, no, no. Nigga, I don't want to fucking talk to you. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, uh, you, you know where I'm at if you do. Like, like nah, 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 nah. I'm way more... It's, it's important to, for me to be the one who sets the tone of the, the situation. So yeah, my- you bump into me in public, and I be like, hey, how you doing? I'm good. You? Well, have a good day. Uh, <laughs> see, yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I, I watch this show on HGTV, right? And it's in Nashville. And it's a black and it's a black um True, that's true too, D. It's a black man, and it's a black woman. And she they both work in the housing industry. And it's called Flip a Flop Nashville. And it's based around an ex couple, a black couple, Paige Turner and Deron Jenkins. The basics <laughs> fucked up names. <laughs> Paige Turner and who? Deron Jenkins. Deron <laughs> Jenkins. How many years he did in the Fizz? He's an ex-football player. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't time with a name like that. But um, so basically, they met each other in the field of housing, decided to date, realized it was affecting the business, and decided to call it quits. And they've been working together ever since. What I get out of that is they were friends 
before they were lovers. Mm-hmm. And when they became lovers, they decided that this is affecting the friendship and the business. So let's split. And they split respectfully, and they're still working it out. Mm-hmm. I'm going on it as we aren't friends. We aren't friends with our lovers. We aren't. Because if we were, we wouldn't take it there and leave them on and then drop them off out of nowhere and then just be like, well, listen, I'm not happy, so I'm moving on. Well, yeah, that's a fact. Motherfuckers fall in love before they become friends. And I think that the friendship is the that's most... A L. And I think that the friendship is the most important part that people are lacking. Right. Because if we're friends, for some reason... We value our friends more than our relationship. Our relationship. Mm-hmm. So if that's what we're in, if that's the type of time that we're on, how about you be my friend first? And right. then we take it to that next level. I completely agree. And then if it don't work, we can be friends and be like, you know what? This ain't work. So let's step it back a bit. Sometimes you move too fast for yourself Absolutely. without even realizing it, too, though. Sometimes you be like, wait a minute. How the fuck did I get here? But yeah. then you're done. Fuck it. We've been vibing. We've been having fun. Fuck it. Let's just see where it goes. You don't ever stop to try to hit the brakes or whatever. You just keep going with that feeling until that feeling goes out. And then you got to deal with the real shit. Nah, 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 nah. Put the real shit on the table first. Like, I like to see people in situations before I'm in that situation with them. You know what I'm saying? I want to see you mad before you get mad at me. Like, I want to know if the, your level of anger is something that I want to be, I want to deal with. But how do you process your anger? How do you distribute your anger? Are you mad at work? You had a bad day at work and you came home and took that shit out on me all the time? Like, no, 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 that's a problem. It's a problem, but it's a conversation that just needs to be had, right? right? So so would you be like, all right, I'm out, or would you have the conversation? Like, hey, yo, I've noticed that when you have a bad day at work, you tend to take it out on me. Right, I'm definitely going to have that conversation. Mm. I'm definitely going to bring it up. Yo, why the fuck every time you have a bad day at work, you get mad at me? Bitch, I don't work with you. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I Ain't don't that work the truth? there. That's like that's like when your girl's on her monthly, right? So and then she comes home and she's letting that get the best of her. People take their emotions then, out on the people that's closest. But to But then them. you be like, well, you just went. You was at work for a whole eight to ten hours. Did you do this to any right, of your employees? Right, 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 right. Why are you coming home with this type of energy? You're supposed to be happy when you walk through these Right. Doors. Now, I get it. You don't want to lose your job. But what does that say about your relationship? You well, want to lose going, my relationship then? You want to lose the relationship then? They don't think you're going nowhere. It's because you told them, I love you, and this is forever. Now, okay, let's take it off. Don't get it twisted, though. Just don't. When niggas say shit like that, yeah, we mean it until you get on some bullshit. Forever. Forever is just... Forever forever means as long as you keep it copacetic around this bitch. Forever means until I change my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Forever, Forever means... I'm going to stay here until this bitch start tripping. Forever. Me. <laughs> that's what forever means. That's what niggas Facts. Mean. That's what niggas mean by as long as shit stays 100 around here and the bullshit stays outside the door. Oh, I ain't going nowhere. Forever means today. <laughs> that's what <laughs> That's what forever means. Today. You got 24 hours. <laughs> I'm reevaluating this relationship you tomorrow. Got 24 hours. If you, if I wake up in the morning and you still on the same bullshit, you know what, bitch? I got a duffel bag that I keep by the front door. I thought you said you was, you would never leave. Why are you bringing up old stuff? <laughs> like, I, 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 yeah, I thought you wouldn't act like a little, a fucking little immature little girl neither. But here we are. And I said I wouldn't leave to the good one. I don't know who you are. <laughs> Right, right. Whoever this person is that's acting up on me right now, I'm going to need you to come back so I can want to stay forever. But you know what? 
if we were friends before lovers, I don't think we would have that issue. And I think that we definitely need to get back to that friendship type of vibe. I also think that men and women in relationships often don't also don't respect the other uh, party's space when they are upset. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm upset or if, if my girl is upset and she tell me I don't feel like talking about it, I'll talk to you later. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm not going to try to pull it out of her. Well, what you mean you want to talk to me later? What's wrong? Talk to me now. Nigga, she just said she don't want to talk right now. Why are you forcing somebody to talk that just told you they don't feel like talking? You're asking to get cursed out, and that's exactly what's going to happen. You got to allow people to be who they are sometimes, you know what I'm saying, and not try to put who you are into them to try to get them to act the way that you want them to. Don't work like that. Let the, let that person go through their emotions get them shits out of the way so that when they're good, that's when they'll be able to come talk to you. But we all know how that go when it's women, though. You know, when they say I'm fine. not You know what? Not just women. Some people are stubborn. And some people be on it. I don't want to talk about it right now. But they really want you to pry it out of them. Nah, fuck. They I really want, nah. I get what you're saying. If you tell me you good or you don't want to talk about it, I'm going to take your word for it. Right. I'm not, I don't have. Listen. Listen. You're not a, you're not a child. I'm not a dentist. I'm not pulling teeth. You understand? If, you, if I ask you a question and you answer it, I'm going off what you tell me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a mind reader, not a fucking psychologist, a psychiatrist, none of that. I'm going off what you tell me. I'm still paying attention to the stuff that you're doing and your behaviors, your body language and stuff like that. But ultimately, what comes out your mouth will determine if we're going left or right after this conversation. Mm. So, listen, communication is everything, man. If you want to tell me how you feel, Tell me how you feel. If you don't, then don't. Then a nigga's going to assume and come up with his own answers based on how the situation. But at the end of the day, you're a grown woman. You're a grown man. You have to relay exactly how you feel. And sometimes you can't hold punches. And if you're having that open, honest conversation with somebody who can't take those punches, you might be having that conversation with the wrong person. So what we're so what's actually being said is, man, couples, ex-couples aren't getting along after the relationship because they didn't really establish that built from the ground up type of relationship where you're not friends. You know, you were just lovers. Once you fall out of love, then everything else is going to. Absolutely. But if you're friends, you're kind of going to have that bond to have that conversation before it gets too bad. And then it gets bad. And then the other partner doesn't know how bad it is. Or they thinking, hey, we can work this out. But you just like, I've had enough. Right. Also, I don't know. I also think that. People just also need to be more respectful. No, it didn't work. Like that's another reason I don't really go. I don't go around bashing ex my exes on like social media and shit. I <clears throat> I step over motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a what my my most recent ex who happens to be the mother of my fucking children. It's a little hard to step over her ass because we have a fucking son together. But mm-hmm. other than that, this is just that situation is just about my kid. Uh, that's. 100% all. Other than that, I don't give a fuck. Like, mm. shit she do don't really be making me feel no kind of way. I don't, as long as my son is healthy and everything's being taken care of, listen, live your life, baby. Like, it's all good. But the other motherfuckers who I've been with previously and I don't have any kind of ties to, I just don't, I'm not the, I'm not the nigga who can stay in a space with somebody who I spent that amount of time with and still be cool. Like, we can be cordial. We can be respectful. We can be cool. But most likely, we won't be friends. Mm. That's just what it is. Would you defend yourself 
against allegations or let people think what they want to think. I personally think this is basically depends on who you are and what they said. No, I was I was about to I was going to say who am I? Yeah, it depends on what they said. And 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 I was on Twitter and something happened with Sin Santana, who is the fiance of Joe Budden, where an old audio of her on the lip service podcast, lip service podcast, Angela Yee, that's the name I was looking for, and she says she dates black men because they treat her good. And then words were thrown in her mouth about black men not respecting black women, yada, 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 which I don't, I didn't hear the audio to that, and I don't even know if she said it. But she took the time to address it on Twitter to, you know, make her, to, to clarify what she was saying. And I thought she looked at horrible saying it. It was just like, you didn't need to actually engage with all these people. You could have made one post and it kept it moving. But she actually decided to answer a few of the people the that police. was tweeting. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about an episode of the Joe Button podcast that I was listening to, who's actually her fiance. And a situation happened with Joe Button where allegedly him and his ex got into it. She lost a set of twins. And rumor had it was Joe physically assaulted her. Joe kind of touched on it a few times, but really didn't want to talk about it. So the narrative of him was he's a domestic violence um, he's, he's an a, abuser. He's an abuser. Right. And now that, once again, the R. Kelly situation comes about, he took his stance on it, and you had, once again, Twitter coming to the fences like, hey, Joe, you can't talk because almost 10 years ago, if I don't know if it's that long, but a, a long time ago, you got into it with a young lady, and um, you were the cause for her abortion. He decided to address it on his podcast years later, but he did. So it's a double-edged sword is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. If you let people believe what they're going to believe, it becomes reality. People are going to believe what they want to believe they're anyway. They're going to believe what they want to believe anyway. It, dep- it, it definitely depends on who, on what the situation is. Um, it's been situations in my life where I felt the need to defend myself against some bullshit, and then the other bullshit I've heard, I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Get this nigga the fuck up out of here. Bag him and dip him the fuck up with that shitty talk. I ain't got time for this. I'm stepping right over there. Mm-hmm. But this other situation was like, hold on, hold on. You need to get checked. You know, a lot of different things play into that. Am I, what, what the rest of my, what, what, uh, what's the rest of my life like outside of these accusations? Is my life good? Mm-hmm. Is my children taken care of? My bills paid? My house not in fucking jeopardy of going into foreclosure? Man, fuck these niggas. What they talk about, <laughs> man. They can talk. So they fucking jaw fall off. Who cares? But if a nigga had a bad day, if I've been arguing with my girl all day, or if I got some BS going on with my baby mom or some shit like that, and then somebody gets online and accuses me of some fuck shit, I don't know. It might be, I might not be that cool that day. Mm-hmm. Everything's not as cool as it was on the day when I found out. When I found out, I just deposited my check and I just booked my vacation. I'm mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But now, you know what I'm saying? I deposited that, that check and booked my vacation. Now I'm broke. So two weeks later, if you said some bullshit, <laughs> I might get with you. If you said something on the fr- on the non pay Friday, right? I might have I to get, get it with you. you. If you saying shit on payday Friday, man, fuck this nigga, man. I also believe that no matter um, what you say, what you do, people going to believe what they want to believe. We yeah, we said that uh, three minutes ago. So mm-hmm. even if you were to say, "Hey, I'm innocent. I did nothing of such," people are going to believe what they're going to believe because it gets you likes, retweets, attention. 
your page starts popping because you're breaking news that you basically know nothing about. And we're all out here acting like we've never done anything to wrong. nobody. Right. Wrong. Exactly. You might have not have tweeted it. You might have not have posted it on Instagram. You just said something. That situation where you were wrong, you let that shit fall completely by the wayside. The motherfuckers forgot about it. Because it's not recorded. It's and then you started yapping again when somebody else got in trouble. Exactly. You know? Um, because it's not documented. Listening to the Joe Button podcast this past weekend, they had a young lady on there talking about something. I can go through all your past and find something that you did. That's everybody. That's everybody. Why, why, why do people only put that on certain people? Right. And I know like we're we're in sensitive times and all of that where people want to clean up a lot of the negativity when it comes to women and you know gay people things of that nature. But at the end of the day, none of us are perfect. So everybody wanting to go back and dig in everybody's past. Everybody got so they skeletons, can hold you as, man. Everybody's got skeletons. Everybody got skeletons. That's why I wasn't tripping off that Chris Rock video. It was like it was six years ago, man. That shit came out six minutes ago. See, I don't got a problem. I don't think I don't think it was the year for me. It was just like. He just, you know, let them say it without, like, we all know white people say the N-word. Most of them. There's going to be some who say they don't. And then there's going to be some white people who let their, there's going to be some black people who let their white friends say And the there's N-word. also going to be some white people who act like they don't say it when they get a camera in their face. Right. It just looked uncomfortable when Chris Chris Rock did it. I don't believe. I believe every white person has said it at least five times. Thought about it at least. If they at least if they if the white person is thirty and said nigga about five times with with people present or behind closed doors. Rap music is everywhere, so this, it's not like you haven't heard it. Watched the movie. My classic example is this: everybody got road rage. Right? I did some bullshit on the road before. I'm pretty sure there's a white person behind me one two, one or two times. Like, what the fuck? Fucking nigger. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking black guy. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm pretty sure. Like, whatever, man. Like, that shit don't, that shit don't hurt. I'm more upset at other words than, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. I ain't going to allow a nigga just to say it. But initially, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fly off the table just because a motherfucker said that. Mm-hmm. Probably not. But, um, damn, what was the question? Would you defend yourself? Yeah, like I say, it depends on who I am, what I'm doing. And for me personally, especially, all right, if a few people who don't help me out with nothing, you understand what I'm saying? Like, like, especially, like, here's the thing. I hate when people are in my business because I know for a fact you got a lot going on in your life. Why do you got time to worry about what I'm doing? (laughs) Where is life? Like, are you are you happy at home? Is life good on your end? And they're gonna tell you, yeah. But, but really, but if it is, why the fuck you so worried about what I got going on or what something that I did wrong or made a mistake with that you got part of the story on, depending on who out the fuck gave you this information? Because I didn't give it to you, so you're commenting from a third party perspective for secondhand information. You gotta get the fuck out of here. And we all know that there's three parts to the story. That person's this person's and the truth. And the truth. My version is always the truth. Absolutely. <laughs> my version is always the goddamn to truth. To my knowledge. Shit. <laughs> to everybody else's too, goddamn. I always tell them, if I say you did it, fuck that. He did that shit. Guilty as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Guilty before as we fuck. um before we move on, you mentioned something before the cameras came on. Joel Santana, you said he was looking funny in the light in them wetting pictures, right? Looked real funny in that in that in that tux for us. I remember, yeah, yeah. I seen that. You looked real funny to me. Now I I fucks with Jewels. I do. 
I've been, you know. Bro, you got 10% left. You about to let it die? Man, ain't nobody calling me. Okay. I ain't got no charger anyway. You got one? Mm-mm. So what the fuck? Rock out. Nah, let me turn this shit off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but nah, um, <clears throat> he did. He looked very strange to me. He looked like he didn't really want to get married. Like, <laughs> he looked like he didn't want to be there. I don't know. It's just a weird dynamic for me. Like, I'm not getting married just because I'm going to fucking prison. Like, I'm not. If anything, I'm going to tell you to do you. Mm. Like, don't worry about me. I'm going to be behind this wall for a minute. But you need support when you go behind She's been there for 10 years. I know. She's going to leave because I'm doing two? But do you know how fragile, but do you know how fragile a man's thinking is, you know, to not, once again, the mentality of that older guy, younger guy, a younger woman thing. Um, it's the control, you know, when you're out, some guys do what they want to do to disrespect their relationship. But then when they get down and they need something, then they need that woman to be mm-hmm. in their corner. And that's exactly what the situation is. Kudos to them. I just feel bad for Kimbella. I don't feel bad for Santana. I feel bad for Kimbella because number one, he proposed to you on his time and he didn't even look happy. He didn't look like he wanted to be there unless because at the end of the day, why would they post that picture? Right. They take numerous pictures. Right. But for some reason, that picture is posted. But then again, he does have a funny looking face now. Yeah. The fake dentures in his cheeks are just like swollen now. Like he it's, just, it's, it's, it's hard to listen to him He just talk, looks man. funny. Period. It's hard to listen to him talk. I was watching Love and Hip Hop the other day. And I was just like, damn, Jewels, man. You can't even go, eh, no more. You shit is like, the, the joint <laughs> pop out. <laughs> 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 It's kind of sad. Pop out. It's kind of sad to see, man. But at the same time, I just I'm not with the like. It's it's just it's just weird on the outside looking in. It's just weird. Oh shit! I'm going to jail. I got to get married now. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just weird. Like, but it's a control thing. Like to me now, it's just like you know my wife is going to hold me down for these two years, and I'm doing. It just sounds it just sounds good, and that's just the men the male mentality, you know. Like she could have been holding you down while you was home, but that's not your thinking. Your thinking is I'm going down. I need my girl to hold me down. Um, I'm, I'm I'm married. This and the third. And like I say, I feel bad for Kimbella because by the time she figures it out, she's going to then write a tell-all book about how she sacrificed <laughs> her whole life. Her whole for life. Him. But it's like so many people to tell you. It's like, sis, this ain't the move. You going through so much for what? And a tell-all book is going to come. Ten years from now, about how she held him down and she got nothing, book. bro. The women, the women. I didn't listen to the new Dipset album. I'm sure I'm not going to listen to a tell-all book by Campella, a Campella about Jewels in another ten years. Yeah, that's just the sad part about it, is man. This Set. Is, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> that's his new album. Set. <laughs> yeah, but, shout out to Jewels. <laughs> I can't. I, I. I don't. I can't imagine what could be possibly going through his mind with this situation. I really don't know. Mm. But um, <clears throat> I just can't. I can't go. I can't go through with certain acts because I find myself in a particular situation now. Like I said, life happens and it makes you do shit that you don't think you would do. But I'm just not of the mind frame of oh shit. I'm getting. I'm going to jail for two years. Let me get. Married. I think it's just easier for people with money to get married. You know, it's like if, if you was to get married, propose to somebody, y'all would have to get the money up to be to have this wedding that you would like to have. 
I just like look look how fast theirs happened. He proposed, and next thing you know, like, like three weeks later, right now now they're married. So when you got money, it, it's nothing to go get the dress. It's nothing. You don't got time to think about it. As soon as you propose, you're already saying, "Okay, we get married in three weeks." You know what I'm saying? Not saying that that was the time. Not saying that was a turnaround time. But I just think that when you got money, you don't got time to think about it. You don't got time for nothing else. And the only thing he's probably thinking about is the sentence he's about to get. And once again, like I said, I feel bad for Kim Bella. And that's that. Set. Ready to get into the fresher fiasco? Let's do it. Fresh or fiasco? Fifty cents criticism of Dame. Dash. For those of you Ooh, who don't know, yes, yes. Dame Dash was on Nick Cannon's podcast. Incredible, some shit like that, whatever it's called. Something like that, where he sits in a class. He sits at a desk. Cannon class. That's cla- yeah, Cannon class. And Nick Cannon asked Dame Dash about Foxy Brown and Jay-Z and Foxy Brown being 16 when she got signed to whoever. And Dame said, you got to ask Jay. The thing is, he could have left it like that. But he kind of was on some, why'd you ask that? You insinuating something where he kind of like egged it on. But fresh a fiasco, 50 Cent's criticism. Oh, basically, well, 50 Cent then said on the Instagram post that Dame's a sucker. He's trying to get Jay jammed up. Fresh a fiasco, 50 Cent's response to Dame Dash. Um, Fresh. I mean, everything 50 do is fresh to me, man. <laughs> yeah. This nigga really don't do no wrong as far as I can see, man. But um, I'm going to go fresh because, first of all, why the fuck would Nick Cannon ask that question? Actually, no, I can understand why. This is the I, can of worms. Right. This is the can of worms from the R. Kelly shit, right? Mm-hmm. But Dame could absolutely, he's 100% right for denouncing himself. Like, yo, I ain't had nothing to do with that. But he, he, he did a little much. Dame always tends to do a little much. So I'm not surprised. That seems to be in his character when he gets to talking. He kind of just he kind of just goes on and like he's very emotional. Well, not emotional. He's like real stern and like and fierce in his responses and shit. So I'm not surprised that he answered it the way that he did. I'm not sure what the relationship was like with him and Hove. They 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 can't have one if he's saying shit like that. Like, right. Y'all, y'all was like y'all gotta ask him. I don't know nothing about that. But he is pointing the finger at him. But at, in his defense, in Dane's defense, like, I didn't sign her. Like I wasn't even in. Like you really do have to ask him. Maybe Facts. maybe he didn't have to say it, but at the same time, I don't really think he's wrong for saying it. But a person on the outside in, like 50, who's like, yo, why the fuck you just throwing niggas' names around in this heated climate of grown men and little girls like that? Like, it's the wrong time to be making a move like that. So that's it's fresh for that reason. I'm torn. I don't know if it's a fresh or a fiasco because it just seems like when males, when men, we turn, our, we, we turn a blind eye to when men are actually doing this to young women. Nobody said nothing about R. Kelly at the time. Nobody said nothing about this, about Jay-Z at the time. Mm-hmm. Nobody said nothing ever. But the soon, but as soon as... R. Kelly should happen. No, no, no. As soon as it looks like you're snitching or hating on another guy, us men get real emotional. Out of all the things that's happened in the world, what Dame Dash said about Jay-Z got to everybody saying that Dame Dash is a sucker. Dame Dash could be tricked out of his businesses. Dame Dash could be going through so many things and certain things might have happened to him. But one thing that you don't do is snitch. It's like we, you understand what I'm saying? Like what triggers our emotions is just tattletelling. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. People knew that Foxy Brown was 16 and underage. Nobody. I don't, I don't think it was 
Well, you talk about Damon 50. Everybody. I'm saying that everybody knew about Foxy Brown's young age mm-hmm. and her overly sexually uh, uh, lyrics. Little Kim was 16 in the poster when she had her legs cocked open. You she was 16 in that picture? 16 in the picture, bro. I didn't know that. Eggs, but guess, guess who did She's like 10 years older than me, though, so it's not wrong for me to look at that. Okay, but look, think about Biggie. Think about all the grown men right, who was right. looking at that picture. I was a 16-year-old kid. So with that being said, it's like everybody in the industry turns a blind eye to when there's some uh, 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 sexual abuse going on. But the second you're ready to snitch, oh, my God, you're a sucker. Right. I just think we need to stand up for everything. Now, I'm going to go fresh because word on the street is Dane Dash is really just lying about a lot of stuff, meaning um, uh, Memphis Bleak has a podcast. and He said Dame is lying about not being involved with R. Kelly. Um, in the, those situations. So him trying to separate himself from that when he was really there mm-hmm. makes him the sucker. Right. It makes him a sucker when you now want to talk about Aaliyah. First off, they both suckers. Dame Dash and Jay-Z was fighting over Aaliyah, a 20-year-old, 20, a 20 bro. 21, 22-year-old. Nasty. 29, 30-year-old men who are business partners and bosses fighting over a girl that hasn't even developed yet. You understand what I'm saying? Millionaires. Millionaires. Okay, any girl that, y'all want. With a young cat. But y'all fighting, but y'all was going at it over a baby. I think I think the thing is with and Dame, for Dame with with Nick asking him this question, it's like, okay, don't involve me. Like you said, like you asking me because you can't get the hold to ask him these questions. No, 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 no. Don't don't group me with that. But it's also a thing where Dame could have just denounced it and not said Hov's name at all. You know what I'm saying? It's a thing. Like it's just I'm just of if it's no clear cut wrong, if you're not going to say what the wrong was, then keep niggas' name out your mouth. I'm not. I'm not for the mention of another man's name if it's if it's not like tied into whatever I was involved in at the same time. If I can explain myself in a situation without mentioning another man's name, I'm not. No, no. I'm, I agree with you on that. When Nick Cannon asked him, he said, you got to ask that man. Dame, he he could have stopped he he, he right there. Facts. Yeah, he could have stopped right there. That was Dame's job. Leave that alone. Move on to the next topic. But when he brought it back, hold. Why what, you asking me that? Why, why you, you asking me that? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? Now, you being messy. And at the same time, you. Patty patties, both of them. And my thing is, you bring it up, but you were there, buddy. Right. Don't try to separate yourself from this. You right. were in the Fiesta video. Memphis Bleak said you're lying when it comes to the fact that you were doing business with them. Don't lie. Don't try to separate yourself now. Yeah, Nasty. It's, it's like 40 years later, man. <laughs> Nasty. There's all type of pics and videos. I was just watching the Fiesta Remix video on YouTube recently. Matter of fact, before the docuseries came out, his ass sure as was there doing our Harlem shoulder bounce. Mm-hmm. With, with the bottles. With the- so we gonna go. So it's a both of us fresh, right? No, I said. Oh yeah, I said fresh. Yeah. So okay, fresh so, that he said it. That so we got said it. Too fresh. All right, fresher fiasco. North Carolina artist drops controversial song. Let the white kids say nigga. Let me see if I can play. You gonna play this? Let me see. Everybody, like nigga, that's just a word, man. Like we can't. The word only have as much power as you put into it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta tap into a deeper level. You know what I'm saying? Think higher. Let the white kids say nigga. Uh, let the white kids say nigga. Uh, 
Let the white kids say Nick. Yeah. Let the white kids say Nick. Hey. They're probably gonna say it anyway. Right. They already say it every day. Yeah. White girls ain't tripping, boo. White man be my nigga too. Yeah. Let the white kids say Nick. 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 They're probably gonna say it anyway. Anyway. They already say it every day. Yeah. White girls ain't tripping, boo. White man be my nigga too. Oh. I don't play hate. So here's my thing, right? When we talked about this earlier, white people say nigga, we know that. And if I'm correct, this artist actually has the correct uh, the Confederate flag wrapped around him and all of that. So he might be in the South or something. And in the video, there's actually white boys lip singing, let, let, let the white boys say nigga. So we already know what type of time he's on. And probably his niggas. Right, and probably his boys, and they probably say nigga around him, which is what I was saying about the Chris Rock thing. Mm-hmm. Like when you're around your white friends, they can say what they want around you. But now everybody's um, making the videos about this. Uh, and even though white people do say the word nigga, I'm going to go fiasco. It's just, it's not time yet for me and for, for what it means. You know, it's kind of like the schools where they're trying to get rid of certain history lessons. Or because words in the history books. They, just like, slave, they say indentured servants, shit like that. Things of that nature where they try to make it seem like things weren't that bad. Right. And, they're, and as you grow older... It might not be this generation. Can you imagine a generation after this generation and they never taught you about the pilgrims and Indians and they never taught you about slaves and they never taught us, never mentioned. You're not going to think none of that exists. So it can Mm -hmm. happen again. They're not trying to take this away from us so they can so we can all get along together. They're trying to take it away from us so they can hit you again with the we're going to make you all slaves again because. This world, this country at least, is based off slaves. You can't get nothing done without some type of slavery work. You understand what I'm saying? The goal of the United States... Nah, that's, that's a bit of an extreme statement. Why are you, you can't get it? anything done without any type of slave work? Yeah. What do you mean? Like nothing? Look at the prison. I mean, everything we have here is built off slavery. Anybody who owns anything is put because it was passed down from generation to generation. From There are you know, new the businesses rich. that develop. From From who? From but but who's getting these businesses? The same people. Like the 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 money is old money. It's not new money. Mm, I, I I get what you're saying. I don't fully agree though. Not a hundred percent. But I get what you I get what you're saying. Hey, bro, we invented traffic lights, bro. Yeah, I know that. But Everything, that was that was. But they're like all I'm saying is like people are going. There are businesses that are people are developing. I wouldn't say everything is based on slaves. Like, the way you said it made us is like, it was still slave work taking place. There is, bro. This was called prison. It's called jail. That's, yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. That's a certain percentage of it, but it's black people out here getting money who aren't doing that. That's what I'm, or there's, there's businesses coming up from the ground without that. You know You're debating me. I'm telling you, slavery has never stopped. That's what, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. That's, that statement you just made sounded a bit extreme to me, that nothing gets done without any type of slave work. But I get what you're trying to say, though. Yeah, now I forgot. I forgot. Forgot what I was saying. Like we were talking about the song, the song. So basically, um, I'm gonna go fiasco because they're trying to brainwash us into believing that certain things just never happened, or it never happened the way that it happened, or slaves were willingly slaves, or things of that nature. So let the white people say nigga. I haven't heard the song in its in its entire in its entirety. I'm gonna listen to it to see why would you like white people to just say nigga? Like what's what's your reason? Is it because it. they're going to say, say it anyway? anyway? That's not good enough. You understand? Like, you got to stand up for something. But at the same time, it's hard for me to take that stance when rappers have nigga on their songs and only white people go to their concerts. 
it's hard to really take up, especially when it comes to the music aspect of it, when, you know, the songs say what they say and the white people are actually the reason why a lot of these artists are successful because they listen to their music. I'm just cool fiasco. I'm not ready for that. Um, I get what he's trying to do. And I kind of feel that I, I said it before, too, that words give people word, people give the words power and they say this shit anyway. Now, what you were mentioning, what you were commenting on, I think that's an, that's an aspect to it. But I don't think that's just the whole picture. I think he's speaking on a more of a ground level. You know what I'm saying? As to whereas he has, he might have white friends who he's really just fly with that he probably grew up with that came up in the same exact circumstances that he grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Like he don't probably look at them as white people. Them really his niggas. So he's not as it's not as off for him. You know what I'm saying? As it as it is for everyone else. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say fiasco because I just don't want that conversation to happen with the white person who I don't want to call me a nigga. You know, it's mm-hmm. like that's a completely different situation from somebody, you, a white dude you consider a friend. Hey, yo, what's good, my nigga? To when you in you in fucking Walmart and you might be looking down, counting your money, but it's your turn to walk in line, and it's a white dude behind you, like, can you fucking go already, nigga? <laughs> oh, hold on, whoa, whoa, what, motherfucker? It's, it's, it's different. So here's, here's the thing that this young man is not understanding. You let white people say nigga. It starts to get used against you because it's just a word. It's a word to disrespect somebody sometimes in a certain conversation. You're going to get mad over a word that you gave back to them, right? Because they took the nigger and made it nigger. They took the word and created a word for us, right? You're going to give them the word nigger. And understand that if you get mad that a white person calls you nigger, you still do not have the police force on your side. We still do not own more guns than them. We own nothing. So now you let a white man disrespect you and you just want to take that. It might be like the same way now, but at least don't at least they don't get to call you no nigga. Different. It's no different now. But you're basically giving them more power because now they get to call you nigga and disrespect you. You understand what I'm saying? They'll still disrespect you now and want to say nigga, but they don't want to do that. But I- now you letting them say nigga and you still can't do nothing about it. So let put that in your pipe and smoke it. I mean, I get called nigga more than I get called anything else. Like, by who? Just my friends or just okay. my associates. Do you imagine Yo, going what's, in? What's good? What's good? My nigga was up. But I'm just saying in general, I can, I can imagine. It's all about the way I receive it. Like, if I don't get emotional about it, then I'm not going to react emotionally towards it. But the picture that I'm painting as you're in Walmart. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to like it or I'm going to allow it. I'm just going to say, oh, okay, you call me a nigga and walk off. Like, there's definitely going to be a, a, a conversation or an argument that ensues, but I'm still in control of how far I go with that as well. I could check a nigga without being, like, ready to shoot or fight somebody. Right. But what I'm saying to you is you're going to check somebody off a word that you gave them. You can call me nigga. Okay. And then the second you bump into somebody the wrong way, or somebody do something you don't like, highway or something, I and mean, they just yelling out, it's nigga a, to you. It's a, it's a time and a place for everything. It's women who like to be called bitch and all types of shit in bed, but just in bed. You try to pull that shit any other time. She be like, nigga, who the fuck you think you talking to? I'm confused. I'm, 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 I'm talking about a word that this guy is trying to give back to, trying to give to white people. Only, but it's, only, it's their word. They gave it to us. It's their word. And we took it. And well, did we take it away? Or are we using it? We they took it because the word is nigger. The black people took it and made nigger. He's saying like the white let the white people say nigger, right? So now we're giving them a word that we redefined 
and now they get to use it against us. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't say it now, but okay, we're going to give them the word only so they can use it against us. They're not really our allies. There's some friends and there's some are not. Right. And shit. That's what black people too. Shit. So, but if he my, wants his friends to say it, that's fine. But just to be like, let all white people say it, bro. You you don't know the can of worms that you open it. That's where I'm at with it. I mean, it's never going to be a clear cut answer to it. Like white people going to say nigga, whether we allow them or not, it's going to be dis- disrespectful. Whether we allow them or not, you know what I'm saying? So it's really no, it's no win to it. It's all a case by case situation. I'm going to say fiasco just because I know my grandma and the elders in my family wouldn't be flowered, them shit like that. I'm cool with a couple of white people. They don't, we're not on the basis of them calling me nigga, but we talk shit to one another, whatever like that. But I'm pretty sure they still say this shit, but they don't use it in my presence. So it's not even a conversation that we need to have. It's kind of like a, a respect thing off top. Like, oh shit, you cool, Jay. You already know. I ain't going to say no shit like that around you. All right, well, cool, my nigga. It's whatever. The tide is turning. Look at what you said. Our grandparents wouldn't accept that. And as and as the further we go on in life, it's going to become something. It's going to be something cool. You watch. Maybe. I mean, times change. Mm-hmm. But, the, hey, the more things they say, all right. Like, hopefully I'm long and gone before they bring back, like, just slavery out here in the open. Because you can't. Like that I shit said, ain't happening. All right. <laughs> That's the only way these people. It's the only way, like, slavery out in the open. If they, that shit ain't going to happen. All right. <laughs> Fresher fiasco. Who's gonna be a slave? Who's who's willingly doing uh, indentured work? If you, if 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 they can get away with certain things, and nobody's going to stand up for it, eventually you'll be able to just lay on, listen, bro. They still can't. They're tweet still from two thousand and eight and working and fucking get a job now. Like, but who? But who? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. He's yeah. black. Nobody cared. A white man to tell you like they they like. Donald, like, they'll tell you that President 45 didn't want to uh, 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 let black people live in his hotels or houses in the 80s. He still becomes president. You can say anything you want about these rich white people and nobody will care because nobody will do nothing. They'll say, oh, man, he sucks. They'll tweet it. But guess what? They'll still become successful billionaires. Kevin Hart is a successful millionaire. Kevin Hart is black and they're going to tear him down. But he's still a successful millionaire. He got that already. Now, right, he had it before they denied. But he had that before they denied him. But the, what I was saying was the fact that they pulled it from 2008 to keep him from that. Now, like, is they still trying to keep their foot on niggas' necks? But it ain't. It ain't no, you're talking about a black. I'm talking about white people. I'm, I'm just talk- talking about people. I'm not classifying it as the one or another. But it's just and that's and to me that's, that's what I'm saying about it's not going to like indentured service. Like nobody's going to be a fucking slave. Like. I don't know one black person that's like, well, if they did that, then uh, I might as well just I be just a slave. I just read an article where a white couple was just arrested for enslaving a black person. It's still happening. No, they enslaved him. He didn't willingly go. It was a her. Did I, she willingly go? I did not say that people are going to just that's, walk. That's what I just said. Why like, you ask me that, about being not, slaves. You don't have a... You, you said that if this happens, then... What is the definition of a slave? You're not... Nobody... That, that's like... Say, what is the you don't volunteer? I, I know it's not volunteer work. So if I say you're a slave, you're not volunteering to do anything. Why would you say who wants to be a slave? Nobody wants to be a slave. So how are they going to bring back slavery? If we keep with the narrative of let them say nigga, change the change change the history of not teaching us where we come from and what we and what we had, and then you get everybody thinking that everything is an even playing field. It's easy to come in and scoop them and be like, "We're gonna do this all over again." I I can see that happening. Mm, I think you took it a little far, but all right, 
Not How? just off the song. Then so we. He made the song Let White Kids Say Nigga And then five years Everybody's gonna be slaves I'm not just using the song I said schools I'm it talking was, about All the stuff that's happening They doing that That shit is already in schools Right And it's not affecting us Because we know the history But can you imagine A few generations from now When they stop teaching the kids And they know nothing about right, That's why we history. have to Teach our kids Like if, if it's not teaching them In school That's one thing But if you're not teaching them At home as well as in school Well you just as much As the blame Well the parents in the household Is just as much as the blame Yeah You could teach them but there's going to be kids out there that don't get the scoop. Or that is, some, it already is. Like it's, it's already uneven. Like, it's people that know and it's people that don't know. Like, I'm trying to see your point. I'm trying to see your point with that. What are you, what are you talking about? What do you mean? You're saying that there are people that are already people that is that are like the, the there are kids. The fact- there are kids. You don't think there are kids now that don't know the, the death to African-American history and slavery? I do. Yeah. So. But you're making my point. Right, but I'm not going to go as far as to say because of that they're going to be slaves. They never got rid of slavery. Like, for, for, for you to think that slavery... In prison. Right. Yes, but we not talk about people in prison. We talk about active citizens in society. So why... The only reason why... Like, the only reason why that there's not slavery right now is because it affects the bottom dollar. If they can figure out a way... To do it again, I think they would. Nah, I think you wild with that one. Why of course, they, of course they, of course, of course they would if you could figure out a way. But that's if what this, I'm saying. Do you really think that's going to happen? Yes. Why, why? Why would you think that it wouldn't? Because it happened. It hasn't happened since it happened the first time. It hasn't been that long ago. It hasn't been that long ago. Slavery was a few hundred years ago. It hasn't been that long ago. That's long. That's a long time to me. I ain't a hundred years old. I hear you. Fresh or fiasco. Nicki Minaj threatens to expose ex-boyfriend Meek Mill. How did this start? Nicki Minaj was doing the show. She stopped the show and just randomly said Meek Mill be in her DMs. uh, Meek Mill replied and just said, hey, man, keep it classy. Fresh a fiasco, Nicki Minaj, though. You go first. Well, of course, this is a fiasco. Um, Once again, and I think the narrative... Or, you know, to sum up this whole episode is, you know, a can of worms being open and we've all done something that we shouldn't have done. So when Nicki Minaj says I'm going to expose Meek is saying that, Nicki, you've never done nothing ever in your life. And then I'm sitting there thinking, expose him for what? Like, what could he have ever said or done where the people are actually going to stop rocking with Meek? Because the cause, the purpose of Meek right now is so it's bigger than anything that y'all possibly could have talked about. Woody got mad one night and said, fuck Jay-Z, man. His emotions one night, probably. I don't know. Woody got mad one night and was like, man, I'm about to leave Maybach Music. Or Woody got emotional. But these are things that you talk to your girl about. These are things that you talk to your man about. We split. And just like we talked about earlier about why people can't get along, whatever we talked about was for us. Now, allegedly... With the Remy Ma diss, Meek Mill might have leaked some information. And with that being said, the gloves can be off. I don't know that for a fact, but that diss is old. And I don't know what would cause her to want to leak any information right now. I think it's corny. I'm going to go fiasco. Everything Nicki Minaj does is a fiasco. Why all this time 
out of all the points, if she would have said, "I'm gonna expose you at the point of them, at the height at the height of their breakup with his situation with Drake and all that," that's one thing. But for it to be so much time later and you to be like, "I'm gonna expose you," just for what? That man is doing pretty damn good right now. He done went to jail. Everybody was hating on me when he was beefing with Drake. He was on opioids. Uh, uh, excuse me, not was a uh, 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 Fuck perks, I think it was. He said he was he was fucked up off perks due to a bad tooth he had, and he wasn't moving right. Man went to jail, came out of jail, and is at the top of his game again. And here you come, some bitter ass bitch from the shadows. Also, I'm gonna expose you for what? <laughs> for what? Like niggas is doing good right now. Niggas ain't he ain't make no Nicki references on his album. He ain't say no bullshit in the interviews. None that I've seen. You want to know what I heard, though? It's the Nikki, it's the Cardi B feature that rubbed her the wrong way. Well, so the fuck what? Cardi hot. Like, they asked him that on the Breakfast Club. They said, so I'm glad you got Cardi on the album. Was that like a thing between? He was like, man, that's girl shit. I ain't got nothing to do with that. He said, Cardi hot right now. Why, why would I not want her on the album? Mm-hmm. It's simple as that. Like, motherfuckers, like, yo. And that's that's just a situation. Like, if you find yourself in a, um, in a situation with prominent people and... Y'all break up, and now he he fucking with more prominent people on the business level, or just off the music. Like, ain't nothing wrong with that. He can do music whatever the fuck he want. You gonna expose me because I did a song with Cardi B? Is you are you that fucking fragile? Are you that fragile? You really need to grow the fuck up, man. Mm-hmm. Fiasco, get her out of here. <laughs> um, so we both go with Fiasco on that. This wasn't part of the fresher Fiasco doc, but. I guess we can touch on a little bit as much as we can. Fresher Fiasco, the Michael Jackson sex abuse documentary is going to head to HBO. So once again, when it rains, it pours. <laughs> what do we think of this Michael Jackson documentary series? Uh, uh, I guess it's going to be about the trials that he went on that he got found not guilty for. I guess it's going to be for the... Kids who are now grown, who've already admitted that, that they lied, they lied, they fathered and their, them do it. their parents made them do it. What about the fact that Michael Jackson is no longer here? What about, what, what about the fact that he passed away ten years ago? Mm-hmm. Why what, now? Yeah, why? Not? It's a fiasco, man. Definitely a fiasco. It's a fiasco because first of it's for many reasons all the name the reasons that you just named the boys came out and admitted that they lied their fathers made them go for go forward with the allegations because this is Michael Jackson we talk about they knew they was going to get broke off a good dollar he's been past, he's been dead for 10 years right let that man's spirit rest let Michael Jackson be great we are already in the tug of war with R. Kelly some of us want to let it go some of us don't his music rather you know what I'm saying it's just like I, I would really love to see a documentary, you know what I'm saying? Not, And this is not to denounce any um, celebrity, black or white, mainly black, because that's what we talk about right now. This is not to denounce any, this is not to denounce any black celebrity who has committed any type of sexual abuse towards anyone, male or woman. But the fact that the situation was settled out of court, then he passes away, then the kids come out and say that they, they dad made him do it, they lied about it. Then the whole shit with R. Kelly happens. And then somebody else figures, oh, shit, we should do this about Michael Jackson, too, to make a dollar off of it. Like, I, come on, man. It's just got to stop. It's a fiasco. I don't know if it happened that soon because a documentary like this had to be in the works. But the people who created the R. Kelly docu, 
probably has something to do with this. Different it's, different stations, but people talk. So if you're creating this one docu, oh, oh, you know what? That's a good that's idea. That's a good idea. Let's put together this docu. Right. Like these 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 documentaries take time to put together. So it's just it's not like oh man, y'all did one. We about to do hold my beer. We about to top that type of vibe. Right. So. I look at it that way, but at the same time, just like we've been talking about earlier in the episode, don't act like you've never done nothing. The people who put money behind these documentaries, Yo, matter check their closets. I read, I read somewhere that the CEO of Lifetime, right, got got uh, a, a, a sexual assault charges on right. his right. Like, exactly, it's crazy. This is exactly what I'm getting at. Check the closets, bro. The people who are funding these documentaries, the people who are casting the cast, like. All of us have done something foul. So for us to always point the finger at somebody because they're a celebrity and they're either dead or their career is trash now, bro, they could have locked R. Kelly up years ago. Years ago. In 2006, but seven. because this guy is no longer making money, no longer making good music, now you want to get him. Michael Jackson, this guy's been dead for 10 years, just like you said. Now you want to make a documentary I don't. I don't get if it. You ain't care. Ten years, like, wouldn't ten years ago be the time to come out? Oh, shit, he's died. So, what? People are, are sad. Michael Jackson died. Let us do this documentary to show the kind of monster he was, or some shit like that. What about this? What if it's therapeutic? That's the only thing I could think of. If what's to finally get it out, to finally express yourself to the world that this is what happened to me. It could be therapeutic. I'll say. Might be. I'm mm. gonna go with that because that's the only thing to I who? can think of. The niggas that lied to the people who've been hope well. <laughs> to the, <laughs> the fuck to, to the, the niggas that lied. They need therapy to tell they fucking lies to the people who've been holding in holding in this secret for years. If it is something that happened, yeah. I'll say that. Then why we ain't never hear no shit about these niggas before? They held it in. They kept it in. There's only thing God. They wasn't ready to. Speak in the age of social media, ain't nobody holding shit in, man. I seen fucking six nine girlfriend make an interview, uh, a video post because he had his baby mom rather made a video post because she was mad that his girlfriend went to go see him in jail and they took a picture. Girl, nobody gives a fuck. Six nine is a nasty dude, bro. He's nasty because I was actually I actually watched a few seconds of the video. She looks and kind of talks like him. What's up with you guys who want y'all girl to look like y'all and talk like y'all? Y'all nasty, man. Oh, <laughs> that's just nasty. It's just like, bro, it's like the girl steals your slang. I get that. But y'all be loving New York it. chicks is different, bro. Like, if, I, listen, if you got a dude from like the Bronx and a chick from the Bronx, they probably going <laughs> to talk exactly the fucking like Y'all nasty. Like, I'm sorry, bro. I, I can't have a girl that's as aggressive as me. Hold man. on, my guy. Fuck you think you're doing, my guy. Pull them pants down. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck, girl? Shut up, bitch. We get in the shower. Nah, nigga, ain't no shower. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nigga, ain't no that's shower. That's how she talking to you. Right. <laughs> I can't do it, nah, man. I, th- I, think that's, I think that's a New York thing, honestly, in some places. I think just they just <laughs> aggressive woman. Y'all nasty <laughs> in New York, man. <laughs> just talk aggressive. Fuck. You got fuck is your door? Yes, I do. Please bless me with the smooth sounds of J.J. Icefish. Please. Yeah. Fuck is you doing? Fuck is you proving? Fuck is you doing? Come on, JJ.
Podcast Brothers episode nine one nineteen. I was about to say nineteen. That was like two and a half years ago. Podcast Brothers episode one nineteen. This fuck is you doing is dedicated to somebody who I used to enjoy watching. Nigga had moves. Nigga had a little voice. Couldn't dress for shit, but that's mm-hmm. different. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna need Omari Granberry. Wait, that's his name. His name is not Omarion. His birth name is Omari. Shit. <laughs> Omari. I think his name Granberry. I think I heard that in like the credits of you got served or some shit like that. <laughs> 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 but Omari Granberry, please have a seat, sir. Yes, yes. How you doing today? You good? All right, cool. Listen to this. Um, recently, everybody knows that B2K has not been a group since the early 2000s, since then when they first came out. They weren't together that long. Now, they went through their shit, and now they're at the point of their careers where they're going to do a reunion tour titled the Millennium Tour. And I don't know if you know or not, but like I just said, they weren't together that long, so they really don't have that many that many hits that resonates with the fans. And all of the songs that they do have that were hits that resonated with the fans were all written by the Pied Piper, Robert Kelly. Amari Granberry came out, made a statement, and said that B2K, after the Survivor R. Kelly series, he stated that B2K will not, or he'll remove himself or no longer perform the songs that were written by R. Kelly after the, the Millennium Tour. Okay, respectable, understood. But who the fuck is listening to y'all after the Millennium Tour? That's what I want to know. Who the fuck is going to be like, you know what, yo? Last year, that B2K concert was kind of dope. I'm about to listen to their shit again. <laughs> no. So what you're doing is you're going to profit as much as you can off the songs that were written for you guys by R. Kelly and then stop performing the song. If you really wanted to take a stance, if you was really that serious about it, you stop that shit before this fucking tour started. But then again, in your in the defense, you niggas wouldn't be able to perform shit that the people knew if you did that. So where are we now? Amari performed, B2K performed without the R. Kelly songs and resonate with the people or give your friends what they want and perform with the R. Kelly songs and then don't do anything afterwards. Since you came out and made this statement, I think it would be, since you're taking that strong of a stance on the position, it would make more sense to me if you didn't perform the songs on the tour. If you perform the songs on tour, then you're assisting with Mr. Kelly and the things that he had going on at the time he was writing these songs. Who's to say that when he wrote these songs for you, he wasn't talking about one of the victims that he had in his crib? Y'all got like four good songs that was written by R. Kelly. I think one of them was uh, the uh, girlfriend. Uh, I think bump bump bump. He actually said pie piper in one of those songs. I think it was mm. bump bump bump. B two K pie piper. Mm. <laughs> I was like oh, um, and like two more. That was like really big hits of theirs. But my, I just can't get behind, bro. You can't not perform. You can't not say we're we're not going to perform these songs after our millennium tour. You, when was the last time you cut on a B2K record? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, honestly, I thought their music was pretty cool, especially the songs that, that, that the R wrote for them. 
But you can't try to take a stance in a position. I feel you can't try to take a stance in a position, profit from it, and then uh, follow up with your stance on that position. That just sounds crazy to me, man. You're either going to take your stance or you're going to take your bread. Don't try to play both fields. thought it was on afterwards because niggas ain't paying, a, a, paying attention to B2K after this fucking Millennium Tour. Y'all going to do these. I already know how they set's going to work out. And I ain't never been to no fucking B2K concert. They're going to perform all four songs that they got with R. Kelly. Then tomorrow, y'all, no, they're going to perform like two or three. Then tomorrow, y'all going to have a small little solo session where he performs the hits that he had in his solo career. Then they're going to do back and do a B2K set. And then they fucking off. <laughs> they off the uh, that fucking That sounds tour. about right. I ain't going to lie to you. That might how <laughs> they do exactly it. That's exactly what the fuck they going to do, man. So, and then everybody else is going to get their shine. Bow Wow and. Bow Wow not going to be there. Oh, oh, who the other niggas? They got. They, I, don't, I don't know the names of the other niggas, but they got other acts. Pretty Ricky, nigga, nigga, you don't know shit about no Pretty Ricky. I don't. <laughs> I know I don't. I don't listen to them <laughs> niggas. Pretty, pretty, pretty Ricky. But anyway, Amari Granberry, for you attempting to get your pocket stacked off this reunion tour and then denounce the music that is putting the money in your pocket from that tour. I want to know what the fuck you doing, man. This is a good song for it. The fuck is you proving? Like, what is you, you doing? Fuck is you proving? What is you proving by knowing the songs and then and then canning them? That don't make sense, bro. Bitch ass nigga. Fuck is you doing? <laughs> this song is tailor made for Mario. Word is life. <laughs> fuck is you doing? He probably was sitting around at the B2K when they was doing their little rehearsal choreography steps. And she was like, you know what, guys? R. Kelly's a fucked up dude. So what we're going to do? We're going to perform these songs this one last time. And then we're not doing his shit no more. The big problem with that is, too, as well, is when um, Raz B and them was talking about um, Chris Stokes touched them and did what they did. Nobody said nothing. But as soon as this R. Kelly docu come on, they want to talk about, oh, I got daughters and... We're not going to play none of his stuff. So I mm-hmm. just think it's corny because they didn't. Nobody, once again, nobody touched on this stuff when it was hot. Right. They, and they knew. You think R. Kelly probably had a girl in the studio with them. They, they the same age probably at the time. <laughs> <laughs> they probably thought they was, she was cool and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, man. You can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't try to get your coins off the last little bit of uh, performance that you're able to do and then... Not performing the nigga music. Like. So what was this episode one nineteen? Episode one nineteen, man. We getting ready to watch this Eagles game. It's the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no fucking stance. Eagles fans is in the building. I don't have a stance on this game. You know what I'm I just want to watch a good game. The Cowboys lost yesterday, so I'm fucking ecstatic. Get them the fuck up out of here. Mop the floor with them niggas. You know what else is funny about Cowboys fans? These motherfuckers will be more excited off one playoff win, and instead of being more embarrassed that they ain't sniffed the Super Bowl game in twenty years. <laughs> like I, I was talking about this on Facebook earlier It was like yo sports fans ago When's the last time your team won a Super Bowl Eagles fans last year Giants fans 2012 Cowboys fans We won a playoff game in 2019 And y'all ain't even make the playoffs <laughs> like, 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 What? Come on man I hate them niggas bro <laughs> I hate them niggas man Anyway yeah. that's all I got to say about that If you like what you heard man Share this episode with a friend Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts. This was episode 119. Episode 119, Podcast Brothers. It's your boy Fresco. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresco Ben Famous, B I N Famous, or on Instagram at Fresco Fame. And it's your boy Flaw 700, and that's on A Thing. You dig? Peace out. Deuce.